Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. Welcome back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. I'm Jerry Washak. I'm here with my man, Ryan McMillan. Ryan, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Jerry? What's up, 42 Universe? Ready yeah. to do this again. We're back. We're back. We are back. All right. Ryan, we're in week one of Fit in 42 Life. Yes, Welcome sir. to all the new 42ers that are listening this week because in week one of Fit in 42, they're wearing that Learn Band. Ryan, tell us about yes. the Learn Band. Yeah. So we got a lot of people listening now, right? Because of the Learn Week, right? So it's part of our high performance you know, um, system that we do during 42, it's a calendar based habit stacking system to teach high performance habits that high performers, high achievers, successful people do in their lives in order to gain, you know, success, happiness, and fulfillment is what we're really focusing on. So the first week they have two things they have to do. One, listen to a, a podcast, right? So obviously we tell them about this podcast because it teaches them about the lifestyle they're Beautiful. learning, right? We bribed them into yeah. listening. Thanks, So guys. we got them. And then we also listen to the 10 pages of a, or we read 10 pages of a book, right? But it's a learning. Um, it's constantly putting good information in your mind, in your life, and taking control of the things you hear in your day-to-day -day basis, right? And hopefully listening to me and Jerry on a weekly basis in, in impacts your day. You guys learn stuff. You take something away instead of just listening to like the mindless radio where you listen to some song that means nothing or listen to some talk show host that says nothing. You can listen to us, right? Where we inform you. And that's the power of podcasting, really taking control of the information that you bring into your brain and to your mind, right? So you can learn and expand yourself. So our 42ers are learning that and getting exposed to podcasting, you know, in particular, the Fit and 42 Life podcast. Yeah, I love week one because people sign up for Fit and 42. They're like, yeah, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to look better. And we're like, all right, all right, week one, we want to get in your mind, you know, we're switching up your eating and all that. And they're going hard on their exercise, but we're like, Hey, now we want you to, you know, that book you've always wanted to read that you've been putting off. We want you to read 10 pages a day of that. Oh, you know, that podcast you've been putting off. Well, listen to this one. So it's like giving them permission to like, all right, now here's your here. You, now do it because you've been putting it off for so long. And that's always sometimes need is someone to tell us what to do. We're all grown ass adults. You know, no one tells us what to do. Right. But we're like, now, Hey, do this. And we're like, Oh yeah, I'll do it. So now you'll make time. And so this whole week, that, you know, I'm really proud of everyone that's going through it and then making the time and learning. And I know right now, I know you're being like, oh, I really enjoy this stuff. I really want to keep doing that. And mm -hmm. so that's what 42 is about, exposing you to things you might not have done before. Absolutely. And that's the key is we're more than just training your body. We want to train your mind and train everything about you, you know, and something we, we believe in firmly is, is self-education, right? Turning all of our 42ers into people who self-educate and teach themselves um, because that's one of the most powerful things you can do is to expand your own mind and your own beliefs and your own thoughts and your own awareness yeah. of anything in life, you know, and podcast and reading are two of the main tools to do that, right? Dude, it's like when in our day we work, we got families, we got to take care of ourselves. When are we supposed to level up? You got to find time. Like if you want to be a better and get better skills and better learn more, you got to find the time. And so podcasters like so good and the reading's harder because you got to like sit and do it. But like podcasts, you could do it while you're doing other things. So it's mm -hmm. like 
it's it's so important. So all keep right. listening, all right? Keep yeah, listening. Yeah, don't tune Benefits out. to this. All right, so <laughs> I'm excited about today's I'm excited about today's topic because yeah. um, here we go. <laughs> top five. You're meant for this. Top one, five. <laughs> top five fitness myths exposed. <laughs> we're we're exposing uh, them right here. We're telling them they're telling you guys they're lies because someone's got to do it. There's a lot of misinformation out there about fitness. And Brian and I, we're here to tell you that, hey, there's some lies going on out there and we're here to tell you. So are you ready for this, Ryan? Yeah, I'm ready to be a Mythbuster. Remember oh, that man. show? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mythbuster? I really didn't. Well, those guys were really quirky, They would do they? all kinds of stuff. Like, I wore a silly I little hat. I, yeah, I think I, I kind of, I didn't watch a few episodes, but I like the idea. Crack yeah. and miss, you yes, know? And yes. that's what we get to do today. All right, that's here right. we go. Let's bust some myths. All right, so... Um, Here's one, Rye. You take this one. Eat less to lose weight, right? Come on. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So this is definitely a myth, right? And this is something we deal with all the time. Like we just started Fit in 42. You'll be surprised how many arguments, not arguments, but we have education sessions we got to go through to re program people to think this way because everyone's taught, I need to eat less, less, less in order to lose weight body fat and it's so untrue because in 42 they're like this is so much food this is so much you know but guess what guys you need to fuel your body right when you under eat that's when your body it basically goes catabolic it eats at itself it eats at its own muscles for survival so you end up not having muscle you retain that body fat and then you have like a skinny fat look or just a very soft look to your body and it's, it's not the ideal look anyone wants so right? you're saying that if you don't eat enough you could actually work out lose muscle and keep your fat. Absolutely. That's crazy. Bam, right? But if you eat enough, it'll do the opposite, right? You, you'll put on more muscle and, and have more tone look to your body. And then when you fuel your system, your body lets go of the stubborn fat because you're actually fueling the system and fueling the body. So you have to fuel yourself with the proper nutrients and the proper amounts in order for your body to let go of the excess body fat, right? So you have to eat in a, a, a good amount in order to do that. Yeah, what I've what I've heard a lot from clients in the past was what they used to do in their teenage and twenties. They're like, "Well, I used to do this, and that that stuff's not working anymore. You ain't that person anymore. You got to say goodbye because you might have been able to to not eat for a, a few days, and then you just drop back in your old size clothes, and you're just, you're just perfect or the weight you wanted. That just doesn't work anymore. And you got to let go of who you used to be and what used to work because our bodies, our hormones all change as we get older. Mm -hmm. You just got to accept it. We can't be like, whoa, what, 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 what? It's just, you got to accept that some things we just used to do won't work anymore. And like, and it, and the basics always work. And the basics of like, um, eating clean foods, eating the right foods, uh, like that works, but like starving yourself and, and just do, doing like juice cleanses and just trying to like <laughs> that crazy stuff does not work. And, or like, um, very low calorie stuff. You could do like very low calorie diets and all that, but chances are it's going to come right back guys. And that's not what we're in this for. So, um, I just wanted to say that about, because I've heard that a lot when people get down on themselves and they're like, oh, darn it. 
when I, everything I used to do when I was younger doesn't work anymore. And it's like, we just have to accept that our bodies are not the same and not as efficient as they might've been. Not that we can't get to it. And I, I really don't like when people give up on themselves, but I'll never be what I used to be, but I'd like to be this new version. I'm like, I don't like to put that, those chains on yourself. I'm not, but like, don't, put that ceiling, you know, like mm-hmm. allow yourself to like, at least really try and then like, and then see, but don't just like already use a crutch. Like, I'll never be that person again, but I'd like to be some version of that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't underestimate what you guys yeah, are capable yeah. of, especially like one thing I can't stand is when I hear people put these age limits on oh, like, yeah. Oh, I'm 30 and I'm, I'm like, my life is over 40. 50. Like, are you guys kidding me? You're so capable. You are incredibly capable human beings. And literally until your 70s really is when it starts to kind of slow down a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, so come on, when you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, get over it. Like literally bust your butt, eat right, train hard, take care of yourself and you can grow, you can develop, you can expand yourself. You can be a high, high performing machine. I mean, we have people at Strong Republic you know, in their 70s, just straight crushing it every single day because they're high performers their whole life, right? And they never put caps on themselves or their abilities. And so, like, that's what Jer's saying. It's like, you guys can do absolutely anything, you know, and just, just work hard. Uh, obviously, feel your system. Take your life serious. And every action, every thought, everything you do in your life, make sure it counts. You know, um, this flows into the next one. I'm just going to go right into it because it kind of we, we touched on age right there. And this one, I'm too old to weight train or work out. It's kind of the same, right? Mm-hmm. I should just walk. That one drives me nuts because, right, you know in our career how many studs we've seen oh, yeah. 70s and 80s that are like, what the F, yeah. like 60s that like 60s that like, I work out with Noel, who's, I have Noel, how old are you, Noel? You're like, what, 63-ish? And the dude's running right along. You wouldn't even know that. You wouldn't even guess He's running right next to me in the workout. He's, what, yeah, 25 years old, 24, whatever, years. It's just, I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's like when you put these numbers on yourself, you know what it is, I think. I think it's the crowd you hang out with. You hang out with a bunch of old fogies that think they're old fogies you're going to just blend in with them. But if you're like, hell no, I'm just going to, I'm going to be the best I can be, you know, and like, you know, and just not accept, not accept getting older. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We're all going to get older, accept getting older, but don't accept the, um, the, the, the norms that society puts on us. Like, oh yeah, you're too old to do that. Or you shouldn't do that. Like, dang, Who's who's the oldest person you've ever trained uh do you know because uh, i know we have some that have been up there like the oldest all right there's carl and la quinta i think he's pushing 80 carl i'm sorry who knows carl's like ageless looking but i think he he's got shirts from the 80s he wears in his workouts <laughs> and they're like he's so proud of him and like he's been with a la quinta member for years he's a stud i think he's in his late seventies, early eighties and takes the large group classes with everybody. There was Marty Paulson. He was an 82 taking the large group boxing classes. We had TRX classes yeah. back then. He was just a stud and he would just, and he actually, he, I worked out with him in El Paseo a couple of years ago. So 
uh, and he recently stopped into our Palm Desert location. I wasn't there just to say hi, and then he had a trainer, and he was working out, and he just wanted to probably just want to show off his body, obviously. <laughs> I would, too. But, um, yeah, man, like, I've seen 80s keep up with all of us, and it's like, what the F? It's crazy. Yeah, I think, like, over the course of coaching for so many years, you know, you see these guys, the 70, 80 you know, year olds and they are getting after it, you know? And I feel like they're like, obviously people that don't train, I, I, I think it's just an excuse like to not train, you know, and to take care of themselves. But these guys have made the choice. I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to have longevity in my life. And that's why they do it. Right. Because they want to live long term. So they train, they eat right. They sleep good. They drink water. They do all these lifestyle habits to prolong their life. And not only that, they are in their eighties and nineties productive guys. We're not talking like on the bed, barely getting through it. These guys are getting after, they're driving, they're with their grandkids, they're with their families. And that's because of all the hard work they put in their whole life, right? They take their whole life serious all the way through. And that's what equated to their longevity and their happiness and their fulfillment that they have in those higher ages, right? Plus when you get older too, you retire, you got certain things like that happen. And now these guys look forward to their workouts. They have more purpose in their workouts too. Right. Their training regimen and the way they live every day brings purpose to their life as well. Right. So that prolongs their life and gives them something to look forward to, you know, but there's no excuse when it comes to age. Drives me nuts. It's just like I see all these people that are like laugh it off. I just I'm just too old. You know what bugs me the most is when I hear like a 40 or 50 year old say it. That kind of bugs me. Yeah. It's like, bro, like what? You're like tap. You're quitting right now. Yeah. Right now. Like you have literally like 60 more years to live like <laughs> well <laughs> you're who well, knows the quality right cold, yeah absolutely life expectancy absolutely maybe longer and who knows the quality of your life it's going to be like yes. are you going to be able to do what you want to do um well i, I wanted to give some, uh, what I want to, to, our members are all listening right now. So I'm going to picture, you know, the slam balls that we do in class. So we're all doing slam balls. And you're like, why the hell are we slamming this ball? You, you pick the ball up, you slam it into the ground. It's the ball that doesn't bounce. Right. And we raise it overhead and we slam it hard into the ground. Why do we do that? Let me tell you why. Now picture an old person walking throughout their day and they trip on the rug and what do they do? They freaking, that one foot goes in front of the other and they stop really quick. That's power. And what we're training in our workouts is power. We got to move aggressively time to time to like catch ourselves and to be like, uh, be ready. And so like certain types of training helps you in your life mm-hmm. as you get older, like slam balls and moves, side to side moves and explosive movements, although they're good and athletic, but they actually have a purpose of like old people fall all the time. But like our old people, they're not going to get, you know, break a hip or nothing because they're actually working on that. I couldn't I imagine to just sit there and just be like a sitting duck and be like, you know, I'm just, you know, it's getting older. Like I couldn't imagine yeah, yeah. just sitting there and just accepting this crumbling slowly and like I'm withering away and I'm just accepting the the fate that's coming my way. I'm going to fight the whole freaking way, you know? Yeah. I think that's perfectly said. Like that's what I notice is the difference in some of these guys that train for, for a long time is they are like, I want to do this. I need to do this to prolong my life and my capabilities. A quick story about strong Republic, right? We have a lady named Cece. Cece's in her, I believe seventies. 
you know, early 70s, and her dog fell into the pool, fell into the pool and was drowning, right? And Cece, before she started, she wasn't really too capable, but she was with us for like a good six weeks, and she actually dropped down to the floor, crawled out into the pool and pulled the dog out. And then she came back and told the team, like, I wouldn't have been able to do that six weeks ago. There's no way in my mind I would have been like, I'm going down to that floor. So literally it saved her pets. Like, and imagine like how that feels for her to be capable to live and do daily functions. That's why you got to train. It's like training for life. Yes. It's not like training for sweet six abs and everything, which is awesome. But it's like to do things like to be just confident in to do things like to not think about them. If I got to get down on my knees to do something like, do you like, Oh shit. Do you look around for a chair? Do you, if you got to tie your shoes, like little things that I've heard, like really heavy people tell me about like success in their life. Like, Hey, when I, I can tie my shoe now, like this is the win I have. I'm like, Holy cow. I never thought about that. Like losing weight can mean like this victory in your life. Like that's awesome. Like, like, so this is a big one, man. I hope, I hope, you know what, obviously this you're listening. So this isn't to you, but this is to a lot of our families and there's people we're living with. There's people that are really close to us. People that we love get their asses working out and like, just, Oh man, I'm dealing with it too. I got, you know, I got people close to me that like, uh, they don't understand it. And I'm like, Oh man, what do I, but we can't give up on them and, but we also can't drag them. So I'm having like a therapy session with myself right now. (laughs) What do I do? I can't accept them, but I can't force them. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, right. Let's go to the next one. This one. Oh man. Number three. three. It's a good miss. I'm I'm enjoying this one. Yeah, me too. Uh, Will protein shakes make me big and bulky, Rye? No, sir. Right? No, sir. It, it, remember, protein, protein, I think we covered this a little bit. If you're avid, if you're a loyal listener, right? It, it's for repair and for recovery, you know? Um, like, obviously, in certain amounts, if your purpose is that, but you would need a whole lot more to it. But it's to repair. So you could repair and recover so that you could fight the next day or train the next day. What do you and, mean repair? So like when you're training, when you're working out, you're in what's a catabolic state, a state of breaking yourself down. So in the gym, you're not building yourself up. You're not getting actually stronger there. You're not putting on muscle. It's actually the recovery of that. And so when you actually finish the workout, you're broken down and then you have to start to recover. And the fastest way is protein shakes, right? Getting fast digestion protein into your bloodstream immediately to repair the torn up muscle fibers that you just tore down you get these micro tears and the protein helps build them back up and repair them and to be um larger right but not bulky we're talking you're not going to be a bodybuilder right those guys are on performance enhancing drugs right so that's uh growth hormones and steroids and all that so it's going to tone our bodies and may have us have a nice look to ourselves, but you'll never be bulky and huge and over the top because that takes way more uh, illegal stuff. Yeah, you know, it's calories to do too. That. And cal- yeah, and calories and things. So you of that look nature. at your you look at your protein, and protein is pretty low in calories. Like uh, like our servings of protein are forty two whey. I think it's like. 30 grams roughly of protein and roughly 120 calories. So roughly 120 calories is a serving 
of our protein powder. So it's like, you know, it's very low in, in calories. So in order to put on weight, you need to be in an excess of your daily caloric needs. So you got to add a lot of stuff into that. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of maybe moms or dads that have seen, had high school sons and yeah, sons pretty much that were drinking protein shakes back in the day that put like ice cream in them and they put peanut butter and they put oatmeal and stuff. Dude, All right, here we go. I was super skinny growing up and I hated it. So I was like, Man, no girls take me seriously. I'm all skinny. <laughs> they tell me how cute I am all the time. I don't want to be cute. I see all the guy with all the muscles. I want to be like him. They call me cute. So <laughs> hated that. So um, I would eat Kraft's macaroni and cheese, two boxes, right? So that's, uh, I think, eight servings. Uh, and a weight gainer shake. I think, it, I, think I calculated it as like 2,500, 3,000 calories at a sitting. And I would just sit there and just... Just I was like 140 pounds at the time, like 5'11", 140 pounds, <laughs> just super skinny dude, just just focused on eating and eating. And so I still couldn't gain weight, but that was back in the day. I was 14, but now I now I now I can't even look at that oh. stuff. My daughter eats Kraft macaroni and cheese sometimes, and I'm just like, good for you, good for you. But anyway, so back in the day, that's what I was doing, and I know that parents might equate what their kids in high school were doing when they used to see them, and now they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. They were, well, they had different goals. They were, it was, I was drinking a weight gainer. It was actually weight mm -hmm. gainers, like a ton of calories, but protein shakes in general, like what we're telling you to take is just the equivalent of like a chicken breast, but it's a quick way to get it in your system. And I know we've said this in past podcasts, but like, it's hard to eat four chicken breasts a day, but you need to have around that much protein most most women that a day so it's like if you have a couple shakes and then your chicken and then maybe have some eggs or some whatever uh protein source throughout your day then you hit your protein you know needs for the day but shakes help you get there quicker and easier so it's that's and it's it, it's more convenient after your workout and get that in your body right away so that yeah, and it's neat. I think there's like a misconception somewhere that happened in there, that that myth, obviously. But it's like, think about athletes. I know like athletic women with their toned bodies and their toned physiques, they're they're eating protein. They're eat, feeling themselves, you know, so that they can repair and recover. So why wouldn't you do the same, right? Yeah. You can't avoid it and hide from protein because you think you're going to get massive. But, like, that's a total myth right there. I'm happy we broke that one today. Yeah, we, we crushed it. <laughs> you guys <laughs> are all – I, I could tell they're, like, all like, like thank oh, God. This was, this was amazing. <laughs> all right, let's go on to the next one, Ryan. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Spot training. Let's go to that one, right? Spot, spot training. training. Spot training an area to lose fat. Can mm -hmm. I, so say, I want to focus on my arm. I see this all the time. I want to get rid of these wings on my arms. Can I focus on my arms, just do more arms to lose body fat, right? No, no. Damn it. You know, sadly, it would be awesome, you know, but no, you can't, you can't spot reduce fat off of certain areas to reduce fat off of an area, right? So when you're training, say like it is the triceps and I'm, I don't know, push-ups or something, that's something everyone would know, right? So we're doing push-ups, that trains that area, you know, but it's going to build the muscle up to grow, not reduce the fat in that area. So the muscle will get stronger and bigger, but if you want to reduce the area, it's going to be nutrition. You know, it's going to be reducing your body fat to so eating on. proper. Hold right? on. Are you saying that if I'm eating really crappy, 
and I start weight training, I could actually look bigger in that area. <laughs> Maybe if you're not, if you're eating crappy, I'm eating really shitty. Yeah. That's not, not going to happen either. Cause it's really hard to put on muscle. Well, well I'm saying right? more calories. Yeah. So you put on some muscle no, yeah. and you have the illusion of looking bigger. So yeah. yes, yeah. I've seen it happen. So people, when they like, they, they're really working an area and they're like, they're not changing their diet and they start to work out and like, wait a second, I'm putting on weight and I'm putting on, yeah, yeah. because you're fueling yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you have to eat, you have to tighten up your eating yeah, yeah. as you go for it. And so I get, I get it now. So I really, I get that, you I know, threw that at him. no, so. that was good. Uh, because now I get it. And it's, it's funny though, because we all have stubborn areas, right? So like a lot of women hold in their arms, their uh, tricep area, they hold in their thighs, yeah. you know, men hold in their breast area um, and their, their love handles. So like when Jared said, if you're eating bad foods or a lot of food and you're going to gain more fat and you're most likely going to go to the, it's going to store in your poor store zone. So in those areas, so yeah, it's going to be like, you're training, you're getting bigger, you're putting on size, but you're putting on body fat and yeah. it's storing in those stubborn areas that mostly are genetically, uh, your, your issue areas, you know? Yeah. Um, so now you can't spot reviews. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Damn. You're ruining I guess, everything. I guess we just said you could spot gain, though. Yeah, like, you could like, spot, you spot gain. gain you know? um, yeah, I know that's a big part. You have We hear it all the time when we're meeting with new, new clients, and they're like, I want to work on this area. I want to work on this area. Mm -hmm. I'm fine here. Well, here, your body chooses where to lose fat. I wish we could like, hey, body, here's where I want. Yeah. No, your body... What does it say? The last where the last where you put on is usually the first to go. I think they said. I think that's, that's like the true. rule of thumb. So like, it's just getting it. And like when people come to the gym too, I'm just gonna throw this one in there. Like, hey, I just wanna, I just wanna strengthen my core. Well, <laughs> your core is keeping you upright right now. So like everything you really do works on your core. We strengthen you as a whole, you know. So when you come into the studio, we're gonna focus on all of you because we wanted you to be a solid unit but back to spot reducing i'm sorry everybody but um your body chooses where to lose fat and you just got to tighten it all up it all goes back to nutrition i'm sorry yeah, absolutely sorry. get that nutrition in order and then in then order to reduce oh man this next one ties into this um i guess this one doing a ton of ab work gets you the six pack you want <laughs> What do you think, Brian? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, you know, like just, uh, and we get that a lot. So that's, we get these, this is why we brought it up, common myths. So everyone's like, I want abs. You know, it's like summertime, they want abs. So they're like, how many crunches, how many sit-ups, how many of these do I got to do in order to get that six pack? And it's like, you know, you got to do a whole lot of other things, you know, that the, 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 like I said, the training area will build that muscle up, but we all have abs underneath. You know, we all have them there. there. We just got to find them. We, uh, we got to reduce our body fat to expose them, you know, and like everyone's makeup's different, but you have to fight for that. You have to be disciplined uh, with your training, with your nutrition, with your water intake, with your sleep, all of those things in order to get your body fat down enough to expose those abdominals that we all have because we all have muscle, you know. And, uh, but it, it, it all, it all, all matters on, you know, what you're willing to put into it, but, and it's gotta be far beyond just ab workouts. 
I bet you some people are thinking right now, no, I don't have any abs. I haven't seen them in years and years <laughs> and years, but they're there. I promise you guys. And you know what? This goes back to, this takes a long ass time, guys, this fitness game and, and this, um, and being on your health journey. If you can accept that it's a journey and you can accept that it's, it's who you are and what you're going to be doing for life and, um, celebrate the victories don't dwell on the defeats when you have them, but just keep going because, oh, yeah, what's a great, great quote? It was like, if you quit now, someday you're going to wish you were where you are at the moment. Something like that. Something it's like that. Close. It's close. Something Do you know like that one? Yeah, not by uh, heart. But, but it, it basically it, like, however far you are now, close. if you quit, you're going back to zero. Yeah, yeah. And so, when you're ready to start again, you're like, damn it, I wish I was right where I was. Then I could keep going. So it's like, I like to learn from my mistakes. So like, I think it's good to quit a couple times. It's good to fail. It's good to fall down. So you, you remember how that feels to start again. You remember how it hurts and how you, oh my God, how you get angry at yourself, how you're mad at yourself, how you're like, you're disappointed in yourself and you have that talk and you're like, no, not again. That's why I like I think it's good to quit or fail a couple times. So you remember how that feels. You hold on to it because if you never went there, you don't know. And so now you're, you guys are all smart people. Now you know that, nope, not doing that again. So hopefully I get in that the head, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, this, uh, it teaches you too. like, I know I failed on some of these myths. Like, obviously you, you like, you started young. I started training at oh, like yeah. 15. I could look at some of these like, yo, I remember training abs thinking I was going to get a six pack, you know what That's I mean? It. And it's like, you know, and, and doing some of these things and you learn, you know, and that's what today was to bust a mess. You guys learned what not to do. And then you take that away. And now you know what you should do. Now you, you start living that way. Right. And like we said, this is an infinite game. Health is a game you play till you're gone. You constantly have to keep playing it forever and you learn and learn and learn and learn. And it's one of the most comprehensive fields too. There's so many things to learn, so many opinions out there, so much stuff um, out there. It could be a lot, you know, but we're trying to do is expose the mess, tell you guys the truth uh, to the best of our knowledge and our awareness. And then you guys implement it in your guys' lives, you know, um, but definitely have that, that, that white band. We do the white band approach, the white belt, we're yeah. constant learners. We're constantly right. just trying to get better and improve ourselves on a daily basis. So if you, any of these you've not, you believed in before, it's okay. Just move forward and, and, and learn from it. Right. Oh, I got another good one for you. Do you know the difference between a white belt and a black belt? I'm going to screw this one up too. <laughs> what, is uh, what is it? The white belt never give up. And he was just, he just kept at it. And eventually his white belt was so dirty. And so uh, from keeping at it, it turned black, like <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. I screwed it all. My brother told me that one too. And I was like, oh, like you're good. always a white belt. Yeah. Right? You're always a white belt, always, you're learning, always learning, but you're just keep, you're, you didn't give up. Oh, something like yeah. that. You guys could, you guys know where I'm going. Hey, with we that. got the point. We got right. The point. You think we should give them the bonus one? Go for it. Go for <laughs> it. There's a number six. <laughs> it's not that in depth, but God, it, muscle, <laughs> this one, muscle weighs uh, more than fat. Oh, just say, no, no, I gained weight, but it's okay. I know muscle weighs more than fat, so I'm okay. Like <laughs> when people, it's funny when people step on the in-body scale. And I said this at our orientation last weekend for 42. It's like, um, like I, it's like a confessional. 
they step on that in, in, in body to, to do their body composition. And then they start telling you all their secrets and their life and they're on their period or they went out to dinner last <laughs> night or can they do it it's tomorrow? So went out to, with the girls and come on, what's going on? Can I take off my, can I put my keys down? Can, I got a pen in my pocket. Like, so it's like, but, but the muscle weighs more than fat thing. It's just like, and I, I, I hit him with this one. I go, all right, what weighs more a pound of rocks or a pound of feathers? And they're like, I, they're like, what? Oh my God, I've been lied to my whole life. I <laughs> <laughs> get them, bam. Well, they just take up less space, less mass, guys. Yeah. So muscle is really dense and small. And uh, think of rocks and then think of feathers like fat. So we used to have. I was, remember those. Remember, yeah, remember those the, are uh, so cool. Well, that really taught people. We might like, bring it back. Well, it was a kind of eye opener. The most disgusting model of muscle and fat. Yeah. So we had this five pound thing of fat and a five pound lean piece of muscle. And so we would use those when people <laughs> in our office, some people are signing up. And it was really a, it was really a, a dramatic piece of, they grabbed the fat and they'd look at it. I'm like, yeah, it's five pounds. Like, <laughs> it was like jiggly too. Yeah, like, oh, it's oh, disgusting. Yeah. It was like a medical grade, like they used in like <laughs> laboratories and stuff. It was so, so funny, but it was really a good like shock piece. Like, that's five pounds of fat. Mm-hmm. So it really showed you like fat takes up more mass and muscles dense. So you might know some people that are really small and solid, but they weigh a lot, but you wouldn't even know it because like, oh, wow, because muscle is just smaller, you know? So that's what I got. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Jerry was ready for that one, you know? But it it is true. Like everyone always says that muscle weighs more than fat or whatever, but it's just, you got to like, I I challenge, you know, I always like to have you guys do things. So I go on and just look up what, five pounds of fat looks like versus five pounds of muscle. And you'll see a significant difference, yeah. you know, and there's a, just a difference in size there, but it's a really eye opener kind of like tool to have, you know, we should get those back in all studios. Uh, I think so. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks. And you know what? Um, thanks for listening guys. Thanks for, thanks for sharing our, uh, thanks for sharing on Instagram. And you guys have been reposting some things. Jennifer's re- been reposting. Yeah. Leslie's Julie, been reposting. Lucero's been re- reposting. Yeah. Who else? We got uh, yeah. people. If you want your name called out, start reposting. Alberta's we'll, been reposting. All right. There we go. We got, some, we got a few nice. reposters every We appreciate week. you guys. Thanks for getting the word out because we... Although you might think we make a ton of money from doing this, we really don't. But we enjoy this because it gives us a chance to spend some time together. But also, like, we know that it's helping people. And if we could get in your heads a little bit, because we know how mental this fitness game is. It is all mental. I wish it was, like, working out. But no, you guys know how easy that is. You show up, and Ryan's going to give you the experience of a lifetime. But when you're at home, and like, all right, now what? We're hoping you remember some of this stuff and like, you know, put it to use. Absolutely, guys. So take this away. Learn about these myths. Add it to your life and keep up the hard work to our 42 teams out there. Everyone that's working hard that is starting to listen to us. Keep it up. Stay focused. Stay concentrated. Keep getting after it. And also shout out to all our teams too. Palm Springs, all the coaches. La Quinta, all the coaches. Uh, Palm Desert, all the coaches because we commit ourselves to this program and to you guys. And I know we're all giving our all right now. So let's keep putting that work in. Don't forget Texas. Kingwood and Mont Bellevue, Texas. Uh, Get a case. Get a case. Later, guys. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and 42 Life. We would love if you could share this episode with someone in your life who could benefit from the show. Take care and keep living the Fit and 42 Life.